kind of way to get my weed tomorrow. Even though I did did have myself a nice little blunt earlier or what have you. So, because, yeah, because when I got off work, I had to have it. <laughs> I couldn't wait. Exactly. It stays right next to my bed. I come in, change clothes. Yeah. Hell yeah. Cause I, I'm sorry, because cause even with me, like, I smoke before I go. I try to smoke before I go to work. Smoke when I come home to work. That's where we... I I'm sorry. I, I I love weed too damn much. <laughs> but, it, but yeah, I mean to me it balances me out. I mean I don't care what nobody say. It's shit. If you ain't smoking weed, something wrong with you. I'm just saying. <laughs> I've always wanted to say that. I've always wanted to say that because it keeps you zoned. It keeps you grounded. It makes your mind run. I think it's a great thing. It helps so, Yeah, because cause I always used to smoke before I shot, before I did a shoot. So it really helped me, you know what I'm saying, relax with anxiety and all that shit, what have you. So people don't realize that exactly. even though after so many years of being in the business, you still get nervous on the shoot sometimes. Of you course, know? especially when somebody's new. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Because you definitely, because you want to impress you know, like, I know I'd be nervous I shot with you because I'd be like, ah, I want to impress her. I want to show that I can roll. <laughs> Listen, we can, ha- we can have a smoke session before. Mm-hmm. Oh, hell yeah. I got to smoke before. Hell no. I, I, fuck that shit. <laughs> hey, smoke after. <laughs> so how So how you doing today, gorgeous? How's your week been so far? Uh, My week's been... Good and bad. Good and bad, good and bad. Yeah, I my week ended, well, my week began coming back off vacation. So very sad. Mm. I was in my um I was in Orlando and I was in Fort Lauderdale. Mm. And then I came back and I had to go right back to work. So sad. So sad. Yeah, it feel like it, it feel like when you it's like when you how long was your vacation? Was it like a week? Oh, this was a very short, this was a pre vacation. So it was okay. only four days. Four days, four yeah, because yeah, you come off the vacation, you got to go back to work. It's just like, oh. <laughs> Trust me, I know the feeling. Because I used to take off, I, I do like two weekends out the month, and then off on Mondays. So sometimes I have like a three-day weekend. Man, I be hating to go in on Tuesday. <laughs> I know, I know. I went, to, I, went, I went on vacation Thursday, and I came mm. back Monday to work Tuesday night. Oh, man. So I know you enjoyed that vacation down in Fort Lauderdale. Wore a sexy bikini, bathing suit, got in the water, <clears throat> had a little fun and what have you. <clears throat> so ain't nothing wrong. babe? Yes, I did. I had so much fun. I stopped in a, um, a lifestyle resort in Orlando, went to Secrets, Hideaway. You ever been there? Mm. Mm-mm. I don't you get know, to travel as much, but but tell me about it though. Okay, so Secrets Hideaway is like a I I call it the mini version of keto. Hedonism oh. in Jamaica, the nude resort. Yes, I always wanted to go there. I swear, it looked like it is so I, amazing. I try to go every year, mm-hmm. hands down. Here, um, but I went to I've been to Secrets before, but I went again this past weekend. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. It's a cool place. 
Nice yeah, because shit, that's one thing for it to be a part of it be a resort. So that means shit. That means people really get to cut up down there. <laughs> and make it. Oh my goodness. So shit, so they had like little events throughout the weekend and, and stuff like that or every day. Oh god. So party, there's a costume party, there's a playroom, there's playrooms. You can be here, you can be an exhibitionist, you can just mm-hmm. sit shake your ass. So which one was you the, so which one was you was you the fly on the wall or was you the mix in the drink? I did it all. <laughs> I'm an adult. Oh yeah, I ain't gonna front you. It because trust me, you get to a point in life where you know, like, fuck it, shame is thrown out the fucking window. We don't even need it no damn more. Judge me when I'm dead. Mm. Tell me about it. So shoot. So, so when you at these swinger events, how should a man approach you if he wants to taste the secret? Nicely. Don't touch. <laughs> I think that's the biggest misconception is like they reach mm-hmm. out and touch. Don't do mm-hmm. that. High first. Mm-hmm. High first. And you know, take her hand, not her hip or her waist or her boob. Yeah. Yeah. It's like cats forgot how to court in this day and age. <laughs> I mean, I know I sound old school. To some of my smokers, but I, I'm fucking 47 be 48 in April. So yeah, I am old school. <laughs> you know, because I mean I don't know your age, babe. You know what I'm saying? Cause cause I got so, so what? Cougar. You're a cougar. cougar. Well she was up. Well, you still probably baby to me though. <laughs> I can be your mm. I See people, see, see, maybe just make me want to get back in the game. But no, what I was saying, <laughs> no, because, because you know where we come from, you had to talk to the woman. You had to talk to her. You had to ask her, you had to ask her, her name. Please. You know, period. Even, even in the club, you had to ask her for a dance. You know what I'm saying? Grab you. Yeah, it, it just made no sense because I, I kind of had this conversation with a lot of people that throw lifestyle parties and go lifestyle parties, is that guys automatically walk in thinking they're supposed to automatically get the pussy because they paid this. Not realizing you you still got to woo the lady to get her to even want to give it to you. Yes, yes. There's no such thing as, you know, because you paid to get in that that's it. No, there's still work to be done. No, Mm-mm. you have to Marlon. So with that being said, welcome to the Smokers Lounge. Hey, how you doing? I'm Kevin Nova, Southern Champ, a.k.a. the porn rap star. Y'all know what it is. Find all my links with one link, allmylinks.com backslash porn rap star. Let me tell you about four wonderful sponsors that we got for you. The first one being the Facebook and the LS community, lsworld.com. Next up, the highest adult magazine in the game. Shouts out to my man, Kevin. I'm talking about eroticismmagazine.com. Next up, 
black owned. Ninety percent profit for you content creators and no hashtag problem for your consumers. A new place to consume your triple X content. I'm talking about excitebunny.com. And last but not least, award winning, award nominated. We're talking about smut with voiceover and they also offer virtual reality with their beaver section. I'm talking about blusherotica.com. Proud member of the GW District Black Podcasting Network. So go over to shopgwdistrict.com and buy black from over 500 black-owned retailers and shops. Also, five days a week in the mornings. Go over to fullyswapradio.com and listen to me bring that good smoke every morning with some of the adult films and sex work's hottest talent. And personalities, and no telling who else you might hear me interview. You know, I'm, some people I do interview that not even the sex work trade, but you won't know unless you go to fullyswapradio.com five days a week in the mornings. Wake and bake with me and drink your coffee. Also, check me out on skyhawkafterdarktv.com as well as the BGP LLC app. Now, I'm gonna sit back and let this girl with one of the nicest asses I've ever seen, sexier than a motherfucker. And trust me, the secret is out. Introduce yourself. Go ahead, baby. Hey, guys. How you doing? My name is Secret, pronounced Secret. So it's Secret, S-S-S-E-C-R-E-T, triple X. New to porn, but not new to the game. No doubt. So you knew the porn. So how long you been doing the porn side of things? Um... In May, it will be about a year. About a year. Now, wait a second. That sure been doing porn for a year, but I've been seeing this girl for years. What the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) So, wait a second. So, I know you dance. Yeah. Uh, Fetish like a motherfucker. Webcam. And just this year, you started doing porn. Holy shit. So, yeah, people, because she's, believe it or not, she's a legend, you know, period. I was seeing you X videos, seeing you on Instagram, Twitter, or what have you. Um, because I also think, because you used to dance in Memphis a lot sometimes, too, right? Memphis, Chicago, all that shit, that thing. And people. Yes, and she knows how to fucking entertain, trust me. <laughs> I see some of the videos and pictures. <laughs> Oh my God. So look, let's go in the time machine. Let's go back. What got you into the sex work world? Oh God. I've always been interested in the sex work. I always think that seduction, pleasure mm-hmm. has all been. Why do you limit it? Why do you hide it behind closed doors? It's it's out there. Not actually use it to make your day better than stress over things. It's always been mm-hmm. like an interest. So he's like, I started modeling back in school and found out that it works. I just started doing more content, creating a little bit here and there. That's why I have been around for a long time, but just not done so much modeling. I did stripping. I did um, so much um, internet magazines and all these other things. So yeah, my picture is out there. Just new to yeah, because it because the thing of it, it was like you was one of the main girls that I always used to see at the BBW strip parties when they really went when they was you know really was running like you know hot work or what have you and everything. How did you get connected in that 
the, that world? Okay, so I started dancing in Brooklyn, New York. I'm originally mm -hmm. from New York, working in clubs in Brooklyn. And then I met a couple of dancers that traveled. We went to Myrtle Beach and all the bike shows and all that stuff. We used to go and do shows. And I met mm -hmm. up with a bunch of other porn stars. So I even met Cotton Candy, started working with Cotton Candy and traveling. Mm -hmm. Memphis, Chicago, Atlanta. We did a tour every single year, DMV. I think she has a couple shows coming up now. It's like, mm -hmm. we so we were at every big shows in Memphis. We were always there. Um, mm -hmm. What is it, Diamonds? They had, yeah. yes. So we did Diamonds and then Cotton started doing her own little things. So we traveled all over. So we were always BW traveling, we were always on a tour. Yeah, because see, what was interesting was like I used to hear some of the girls talk about it. You know, get money at some of these parties. You know, apparently, let me be the first to tell you, people, she won't one of them. <laughs> you know, period. So, how did like doing these parties? Because we we understand with the magazines, but I think what really got your name out there was the parties because Cotton Candy kept you at hers. Every time I looked at a fly, secrets on there. Queen Diamonds. So how did these parties really help boost you even more so? I think it's, it's like also personality. As like I'm I guess I don't come off fake. Mm -hmm. Um people are shocked that I'm actually really down to earth. And I think the first time people see me is like they think that I'm the stuck person, but I'm so down to earth. So it's like meet so many people and then I gain so many fans because I was a real person. I wasn't somebody that they thought was going to be somebody stuck up. So it's like, mm -hmm. I got a really good following. Like, I think my first page, I got disabled on Instagram, 67,000 people. And I've got over 10 pages. And each one of them had thousands of followers. And they find me here and there. So it's like, then when I jumped to Twitter, I lost one page so far. That one was also a couple of thousands of followers. I'm not... Followers is not money. And I think a lot of people don't understand that. Followers is not money. It's people that actually respect you and maybe like what you do. So that's where my pop my popularity I think came from. It's just like, you mm -hmm. know, always genuine. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because it was like <clears throat> because to me, one, because you was meeting the fans. And plus you was also making new fans while you was doing this. Because see, the, the one thing, because I have thrown parties. Why mistake the girls make in them parties is they don't realize you got to go get the money. You got to go talk to these guys. You got to be talk. engaged with these guys. And, and some of these girls, and you've seen them, they be standoffs. They be wanting the guy to come to them. But then they get mad yes. when she's over there caking. They're like, why the fuck I ain't caking? Because you ain't talking to no goddamn body. <laughs> right, right. Exactly. No, it's true because it's like even at a party, if I'm at a party and I'm doing a party, the first thing, I'm sitting there and I'm having a conversation with you. I'm not just gonna throw my ass in your face. Mm -hmm. No, I mean, yeah, you're gonna get it, but I'm, no, hi, same secret. How are you, how mm -hmm. was your day today? Tell me about your day. Mm -hmm. Let me get comfortable before, you know, you get into it. You know, you wanna drink your drink, you wanna chill for a minute. You don't want just booting your face. I mean, you want yeah. it, but you don't walk in. You gotta yeah. connect. Yeah, because when they come to these events, they're looking for an experience. You know, period. What have you. Because it's it just funny. I remember I threw an event, a party one time, and the older lady made the most money. 
The young girls couldn't understand why. I said, look how she's talking to the guys, interacting with the guys. She's entertaining them, you know, yeah. doing routines and stuff like that. She just ain't just going around. So when, when you did the parties, I know you did routines and stuff. How did you come up with your routines, your dance routines and stuff like uh, like that? Sometimes it's like we'd, we'd follow some um, some type of, um, like a dance group or something. We'd copy yeah. it, some, pop it up and switch it around. It's always to put your own little spin on it. Like when mm -hmm. I was with my partner before, um, mm -hmm. we'd care we do our routine and then do what she like she does flips and all this stuff i'm more of a central dancer so i'm into touching mm -hmm. and caressing a body mm -hmm. and flipping on the floor and i'm, I'm not doing that because that's <laughs> not me you have to meet mm -hmm. me. we're two people you have to meet yeah. me i'm then i take my time i want to make sure that you feel every touch that i touch you not just mm -hmm. people flipping all over the place not not knocking it each is all I don't know. Yeah, but because each each dancer has their own style. You know, you have a female that, you know, they they, they great at lap dancers. You know, some girls great at the pole. You know, yeah. So shoot. Exactly. So now you also said now, when did you start making content? So I started making content when I started traveling. So each city that I went to, I started making a video in each hotel, and. Started um, OnlyFans, so I started. So I realized that each city I can just make an extra content until mm -hmm. I get back. Home. So I kept home private, even though it's like you know I mm -hmm. put location where I am, but home is private. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. So she, so what made you decide to start doing content? But you know what I'm saying, um, because I'm pretty sure that you was already doing fetish stuff. You you might have been meeting fans. You know, for fetish sessions and and, yeah. and stuff of that nature. I, 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 I figured it would be good to also thank the fans because you know they're being so supportive. Why not thank them with a little bit of extra? Because mm -hmm. like if they or something extra, if you want an extra picture of me or um the new thing is like you want you want to wear you want to appear in my underwear, I will actually mm -hmm. that day you say I send you a picture of a list of underwear. You pick the mm -hmm. color you want. So, you know this is the one that day, and I make that video. So then you have a video, you also get, you get the video, you get the product. If you want it overnight, mm -hmm. I do all that. So it's like, give it back a gift. So then I started making content. Little videos yeah. here and there, feet, little sessions. Some people want to see an actual session. And you mm -hmm. know, you can do that. You can book that with me. Whereas like, you know, if you want a private session filmed, we can do that too. Package. I, yeah, but I aim to please. Yeah, I, I see you do a good job of it. <laughs> yeah, because um, because a lot of girls, of course, start with solo and fetish, you know, content or what have you. So, how often did you film your fetish stuff? You know, did the content you, you say you were doing it first? Um, when I was home, if it wasn't something that involved somebody else, I could always do it in a private room. Like if we had okay. to do it or a shower or mm -hmm. anything just once you making a mm -hmm. sound or eating a meal or something i could do at home always i could always do it privately i actually did a few fetishes at work surprisingly mm -hmm. enough somebody needed some work and i did it mm -hmm. while i was at work then somebody wanted another video um spitting mm -hmm. i went to the bathroom 
job. It was great, <laughs> you know. And I am in healthcare, so during COVID, I made great videos in the hospital. Oh, I believe it. Yeah, because uh, I, I did. I, I did one. Yes, isolation gowns, gloves, mm. all of that is on my OnlyFans. You see, Open. yeah, I, I've done one video that I did where I was at work, a little, little solo. <laughs> I was in the bathroom <laughs> for the hell of it. <laughs> I said, well, shit, everybody else doing work video, why not me? <laughs> we were hurting. We were hurting, so you had to be creative and come up with something. Yeah, yeah, because, um, shoot, especially in healthcare, there's just so much you can do out this month. <laughs> oh, my God. So we have sleep rooms. I used every sleep room to make content. Mm. See, and see, you must be you must be third shift. You must be third shift. Okay, what's gonna happen on second or first? Ain't gonna Hell happen. No. I tried to know. Yeah. Hell no. I'm sorry, that'd be hot, goddamn shit. Just, <laughs> hey, if, if you can ask people, boy, girl, see, doing that t- time too, and no one catch you, oh, that shit would be fine. You have an actual goddamn hospital bed and everything. <laughs> Just make sure to change the sheets. <laughs> of course. <laughs> they come in there to myself, why the bed strip down? <laughs> Didn't we make this yesterday? <laughs> I don't want to and then you know I work in healthcare. I know the lingo. So, oh my God. So, so before you did porn, was you doing like you know boy girl content? I did a few. Um, like I said, ups and stuff like that. Some clients request like you know a little video. So, mm. um, I would make one where you know there would be like no face of that client mm. at mm-hmm. all. Yes, I'm gonna make. Videos. I mean, they're not the best quality, of course not, mm-hmm. but you get the gist of what the video is. Yeah. So, the yeah, you gets- make it, yeah, yeah, you basically making fan fuck videos. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, I mean, it, I mean, to be honest with you, I mean, because when you look at it, nowadays everybody uses their phone, you know, um, or what have you. And also, the way OnlyFans is popping off, you know, that that went they were behind, you know, period. So it was kind of like, like I told somebody, Hollywood used to dictate how we film. Now it's dictated by amateur content, you know, period. Yeah. Because when I'm sitting here seeing all this shit being made for you to use a cell phone to film, I just feel so just disheartened. I'm like, damn, man, y'all, 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 y'all don't know, y'all, y'all just don't understand the beauty of a camera. I'm sorry. <laughs> exactly. No, it's true. I have many photographer friends, and my oldest friend, a, a true friend of mine, he works out of Atlanta. He's the Ooh. the fetish factory, and yeah, I know you're talking about. He does so much investing in his cameras and his lights, and he wants the techniques and. Then someone will just come out with a better iPhone and just like, yeah. And, and to it me, is, it's just it is. Yeah, because to me, I think technology made us more lazier with our porn. Honestly. Absolutely, absolutely. Not not, not, not into it anymore. Yeah, it, it, no creativity like it used to be. <laughs> 
Oh my goodness. That's so from the bomb chicka wah wah, but you know, I want to start about <laughs> <laughs> you know see, 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 we from the same cloth. We cover the same cloth, ladies and gentlemen. We cover the same cloth. So now what made you decide to step it up to now? Okay, you were doing amateur content. Now I want to put my name go, out there. Pro, go, pro, yeah, go professional with it. So the first reason I did it was for my daughter. Okay. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I was like, after all these years that I've been doing it, I've been a single mom taking care of my daughter all these years. And she started college and I had to move her. And I was mm -hmm. like, to now consider paying for college and myself and all. Mm -hmm. It was a lot. It was just a lot. Mm -hmm. So I was like, she knows what I do. Mm -hmm. I don't like it. She knows. So I was like, if anybody else is going to judge me and she doesn't judge me, yeah. I don't care about anything. So I decided to do it. I was like, Word. So shoot now, of course, you being around, you probably knew majority of every goddamn body. So <laughs> so how do you go through the process of the person that was gonna be your first pro shoot? So back to my friend Atlanta, the foot uh foot fetisher. He suggested BBW Highway to me. Okay. Uh, someone that would be knowledgeable and mm -hmm. he hate from this person or that person, but you need to meet him. That's what he said. You need to meet him and mm -hmm. see what he said. Mm -hmm. And this worked like that. I had a great conversation with Ken and he did movies. It I mean, was there any doubt Ken was not going to shoot you? I mean, come on now. <laughs> that that, no. that was it. You you landed in his lap. You get what I'm he, saying? No. He he could have said no. I had mm. no history in porn. And mm. I definitely was I was a little shy with people. Mm. But you know, you know, when you do a client, you know, you're in control of that. When somebody yeah. else is that's it's a little different sometimes. Mm -hmm. So let's but, unpack that first. Let's unpack that first shoot with BBW Highway. So now, like I said before, when you was doing it, of course, it's amateur. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you might have lightning or what have you, but when you walk on his set, because I know Ken, it's a professional set. 
Hands down. Camera, lights, the whole nine. So tell me your feelings, your emotion walking on set, this being your first time actually doing it on a professional level. Petrified. I was so nervous. My hands were sweating, and I don't sweat. So it's like, you got to do mm-hmm. some work. But so it's like, for my hands sweaty, I was just, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Where am I looking? Where's my butt looking? How is this? In my head, my head was running. Like, mm-hmm. then he gave me lines to say, and I was, I had an accent out of nowhere. I made an accent. I was so nervous. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, God. So... So what's some of the things that Ken did and the male talent did? Because I always call this pre-care. It's the things that we can do that can help the lady relax, get into the mood, become comfortable for the shoot itself. Because understand, especially it being your first time being on camera, you know what I'm saying? It's a different animal versus private, with a client, or any of that. You get what I'm saying? Exactly, exactly. So... He did sit down and talk to me first, and I think the best part was that I met I met the guys before. Um, okay. There were three guys, and I met two really well, like, the day before and the day. It's like I got to actually hang out with them and talk. We smoked, mm-hmm. we chilled, cracked jokes. It was great, so I felt like I had a connection. One of the guys I actually didn't meet until about five, ten minutes before we did mm-hmm. it. I would definitely say... He said that was the best scene. In my eyes, mm. no. I think you need to actually meet who you're about to do this with because regardless mm-hmm. of what it is and it's the job, I mm-hmm. think you meet that person. Mm-hmm. More than oh, five no, I, Oh, no, I totally understand because, it, because the hardest part, one thing about content trade, you get the opportunity to meet your talent versus a paid gig. You may not meet them that day. So you get the opportunity to build a rep- uh, a repertoire with that person versus it was a pay, you know, right. period. So it was kind of like, so did you, so wait a second. So you shot with each of them one at a time, or did you did three? So <laughs> did, did, did you go all out on this one? <laughs> I would love to, but it was three individuals. Okay, okay, I got you. I got you. I'm about to say, boy, she really dipped her toe in two. It got this. She said, fuck it. Let's just have a three way man. No, it, it, it's on my bucket list. I definitely want that threesome. I want, well, no, what would that be? A foursome or train, whatever I want it to do. And I'm, hey, I'm putting actually, it, it, it be considered a game, man, because it's, it's more than two guys. So it'll be considered yeah. a game. It'll be a three man game, man. Yeah, I believe you would handle it like a pro. <laughs> you know, man. Let's go. <laughs> oh my goodness. So shoot, go. so um so after that, um because I'm pretty sure that was probably content trade. Um now you're looking to work with established male talent. Now you're looking for guys that are in the business. What do a dude have to bring to the table for secret to say, yeah, we could do content trade? Stop inboxing me. How do I get into the porn business? <laughs> I'm new. Don't ask me that. I get it all the time. I, I, I'm going to say to fellas, it, no disrespect, there's women that can teach a man how to get into the business, but you best to talk to a dude because the way they get in ain't the way that we get in. Right. <laughs> Their fan base ain't our fan base. <laughs> <Like that. laughs> yeah. 
it, it, they're just facts. Because trust me, our fan base is way more sweeter than theirs, people. Just to let you know. You know, period. So, shoot, because even to the point that, um, like I tell females, as you grow in this industry, iron sharp is iron. You want guys that are more professional, you know, period, versus the content creator is, is, is the term now. You know, period. Because part of our job is to stay hard. A lot of dudes <laughs> can't stay hard <laughs> doing the scene, pop on cue and everything. Because I know one of the things you learned is filming amateur and pro is two different levels because it's more meticulous. You know, it's more about the angles. It's it's the way that we move is more meticulous and everything. So speak to how the the thought process of when you're on a set like that versus before with the things that you had to think about but then versus before. That's what I mean. Definitely. Um, as in for then, I set up a camera and it's just my phone and it's playing. So... Mm-hmm have to keep moving or you just have to work towards that one angle so if you're mm-hmm. off bed you know that's going to be cut off you got to keep yeah. looking back so you know it's there's no pressure there there's nothing it's like what's mm-hmm. not filmed not film. to a professional scene where you're with bbw highway or um my new shooter um shooter from new york he's he's awesome shout out to shoot her that friend what? of the show friend of the show listen <laughs> that man got talent in his He's a beast. Thing. Yes, and it's like I love. It's like I've worked with him now twice, I think, and I am mm. like itching to go back to New York. But the, the professionalism is awesome. It's like you want to do more for that person because it's like he came ready, not like oh let me just set this up. Or not. It's not the, it's not the play. This is real. So it's like you mm. know you know you need to be professional. You know that you're coming with your best game so that his professionalism makes you look so good so you know it makes mm. you feel like you need to be on top of your game unlike mm. client where who cares if if it doesn't end you know you can cut it you have hell to- yeah because she now shoot her as a beast I, I like his work i love his work out of this piece i ain't gonna add him on the show twice so far i hope to bring him back again so <laughs> so i said you yeah, you know it. So how often do you film to keep up with the updates for your boy girl to your solo? I'm pretty sure you do solo content as well as fetish content. How often do you film? I try to do it every week if I can. Mm-hmm. I do have a hard drive of content that, I, oh, my God, I still have not edited. She <laughs> got shit I'm on so deck. I have movies. In my hands, I'm telling you, I haven't. I just haven't had the time. It's it's coming, coming this year. It's coming out. It's gonna be a lot. Well, shoot. So it like this. How often do you film your boy girl content versus everything else? Not as often as I'd like, because um, as I said, home is private, so I don't really do anything here. And mm-hmm. if I don't get to travel, I don't actually get the opportunity to meet a boy. Mm, I see what you're saying. So, so you do really most of your boy girl content, like if you're traveling, um, maybe like to a conviction or something of that nature. Yeah, mm. like my last um 
I just did content in Fort Lauderdale. Was it Fort? Mm. No, Orlando. This past weekend, I just did some content. Uh, that oh. should be coming soon. Oh my goodness, I can't wait to see the, the visuals because it looks amazing. Because <laughs> it's important, like when I go down your, your, your Twitter feed, I see a lot of professional pics. I see that you, 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 it is what are we talking about. If you want to make money, you got to look like money, you know, period. And if you want to be treated, if you want to make money, you have to be taken seriously. Part of that is have professional picks. So speak to ladies, make it a point to invest in getting professional picks. Uh, just don't yeah. be, just don't be content with doing selfies all goddamn day. Right. Right. Oh my. Absolutely. I say, I also do this in every city that I visit. I set up a photo shoot. Mm-hmm. Always. Because it's like, it doesn't matter how many times you can shake your ass or you can set your camera up and take a butt picture. You need mm-hmm. a professional picture or somebody that's going to edit your picture well and show a full body that, you know, your mm-hmm. body is changing, your body is, you know, if your body goes up, down, whatever, you need to show real things because angles sometimes, yeah, it's misleading to people. And mm-hmm. it's like the greatness of a, of a lens to a, to a phone, you need to show some professionalism and you can raise your price. Yes, that's so true. So with that being said, people, you know what time of the show it is. It's the time of the show where the pussies go dry, the dicks go limp. They talk about the business. That's right, people. This is part of the show where it's get unsexy for a minute. We talk about the real shit, the shit that no one wants to talk about. The ups and downs, the pains of this fucking business. Because y'all motherfuckers think that it is easy to do this shit. It's fucking not. It's probably one of the hardest things that we ever do in this planet. So... You've been in this business for a long time. From the content side, meet and greet side, the whole nine. Speak to the biggest misconception that people get going into this business that you done ran into. Business what? Repeat that last part. No, I said, what's the biggest misconception people walk into this business with that you done ran into? It's easy. Everybody thinks it's easy when they come in. Oh, my God. I'm going to make so much money. It's so easy. All I have to do is take a picture and post it. Mm. Oh, no. hard work. Oh, my God. It is hard work. I will never, I would never say the sex work is easy work. (laughs) The job like everybody else's job, it is hard work. You put, first of all, you put up all your money up front to get product. You get camera. You get, you have to pay somebody to take your you have to get outfits. You you have to trap pain. All that up front just to make some content for someone else to buy. Mm-hmm. It is hard work. And if they don't buy it, you don't get paid. Mm-hmm. It's and then they complain about tipping. Can you tip me? You know how much I spend just to make you this one movie for like 20 something dollars? You know how much I spend? My hotel alone is $200 and something dollars a night. Mm. After buy buying off and get my hair done, get my lashes done, do makeup. What? For you to buy one movie? Mm. <clears throat> and the crazy part, the money is not made off of one movie. <laughs> it's not made off. As much as people would like to lie to you, make you think that, it's not. It's not. Because the fans want continuous updates. 
some fans won't even join your site until you get a certain amount of scenes on the motherfucker. Yes. You know, period. Straight up. I've seen that. You know, you period. Know? Nope. So shoot. So um. So because of, because of that, what have you? Um. When it which one? Because I know you you know started to do more boy girl content. Which one net you the better pay? Your fetish or your boy girl? Um, I think the boy girl does. It's like I think because I I really what is it not neighborhood but i look really normal like i could be your neighborhood girl you know our your neighborhood woman that you see so i look more normal to them like somebody that they can relate to so i think that kind of works where my fans come from because they look like they're fucking me so Mm. let's see i want to fuck you miss parker Yeah, because because like I said, this has been the year of, of fetish. Cause a lot of girls be saying, "Well, I'm not going to do as much boy girl. I'm going to focus on fetish." You a lady that came from the fetish world and start doing boy girl. You girl, I'm coming from. So to me, it's kind of like you're kind of doing it the way it's supposed to be done versus why girls are doing it backwards. They right. start with boy girl, then they start doing fetish. You know, period. So do you think because you start doing fetish first? That's the reason why the board girls making such an impact because you kind of built you kind of built the anticipation per se. Right. Um, yes. Um, yes and no, kind of, because it's like uh, you still mix fetish into the boy girl, which is you still you're drawing both both sides, you know, crowd. Mm-hmm. So even though it's like I'm switching this way and they're going this way. It's mm-hmm. like they're switching, but it's like I'm pulling their people too. So I think it's like it's mm-hmm. good that you're either way so but yeah you should have started one way and then bringing back into the soul trip boy girl because there's so many people all these extra stuff now that is it's flooding her way with so much oh how many asses can i lick how many mm-hmm. second fish it's just becoming too much not knocking you yeah. Oh no, poor has became more extreme because which is funny because that was the next place I was going. Because of course you got last year was the year of anal. More girls wanted to try their their moxie with the anal sex, you know, period. Um, I saw vomiting became a thing. You know, it, it the question I always ask ladies is this how do you keep yourself but at the same time how can Okay, let, let me put it. I'm trying to put it in the right way. Not lose yourself in the process. Do what you need to do, but don't overdo it and put yourself in something that you would not necessarily normally do. Like, for example, a girl may not be in the anal, but because she got an opportunity to do a shooting deal, a shoot, a paid shoot for a grand mm-hmm. for anal, and she never really done anal. You get where I'm coming from? Or, you know, they they might decide they want to do a threesome. She may not be into women type situation. You get, and you know, it's extreme shit. But you get where I'm coming from. Not veering, not veering away from your brand just to get that paper. Right. You have to be true to yourself. You you have to decide if you're in this for the money or you're actually in this because you actually like doing what you're doing. Um, mm. it's. 
I enjoy sex. So it's like, you know, to me, I'm going to enjoy what I'm doing. The money mm -hmm. is great. But it's like, you have to decide, it's like, are you going to give up your dignity for just money, really? It's like, yeah. what else would you, how much more money? If they add in an extra hundred, would you then do this? It's like, you, yeah. you have to figure out where you really want to do. It's like, I know there's certain things I will never do in the industry. No, never. Don't do mm -hmm. it. So she said, "Are you are you into anal?" No. She said, "No." <laughs> so shoot. So uh, are you into uh, BDSM? I've done it. Oh, you I done, done it? I saying I didn't, but it's not for me. Oh no, oh no, because because I ain't gonna front. I think you gotta somewhat like it because if not, it's gonna look like you in pain during the scene. Because our girls don't realize that too. You know, period. The whole point of, like, I be laughing at girls that be sucking dick that like to be in pain sucking dick. Yeah. And swear but daddy can suck a dick. I, I, the ones that do this. Where's my freaking toy? Anyway. Yeah. They, like, on the, on the head, and you literally want to be like, push her head away. It's like, why yeah. are you just here? Why? Go. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it, it 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 just be like, and they be swearing, they they be loving say, I'm a throat goat. No, 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 you're a goat. Exactly. And that not, exactly. not with no throat. Exactly. Stop it. It's like there's people that are legit. What's her not my equal? Now that yeah. woman got throat, like she can dislodge dislodge her throat. Now that's a mm -hmm. goat. It's, yeah. You cannot keep saying that you're a goat or all the listen, sis, go sit in the corner. Go sit in the corner. <laughs> It's okay to be known for riding dick well. I'm just saying. <laughs> I will never say I am a rider. No, my knees can't do that. No. <laughs> I know my limitations. My limitations, I please. Done yeah, because, because see, that which goes back to when we're filming. It's like the positions we had to do, we may not normally do that in our sex life. You know what I'm saying? You're going to get a cramp. Get out of here. Man, I've been sore. Like, I've been in a fight sometimes after I did a shoot. I'm just saying, for all the angling my motherfucking ass had to damn do for that camera. <laughs> shit. And that's but content I, trade. They're not even a pro shoot. See, that's why it's like you smoke. It's like you got to relax the whole body before a shoot. Head yeah. and body. I mean, don't get a It was a good sore because, goddammit, it was fun as fuck, but still. <laughs> I said, wait a second, six ain't supposed to feel like this afterwards. <laughs> and I'm supposed to feel like I never ran the marathon. What the fuck? <laughs> but see, but see, but 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 that's the reason why I do this podcast so people can hear the real. Because it's like people don't realize the physical taxing a shoot actually can do on the body. Straight up. It's Physical taxi. I'm sorry. And then you added some of y'all girls want to do gay bags and three suits and DP. Maybe not the last one. <laughs> not the <laughs> Oh my God. Because even to a girl I be talking to, like, I talked to girls that did like a 20 man game, but I was like, how do you, how? I said, you must have went to pure Zen space, goddammit, to put it. I would love to be a fly on the no, I'd like to be in the room. I would like to be in that room. 
But see, which goes back to what I always said, there's a mental aspect of this too, you know. So when you know you walk into a shoot, what is your mental prep? What's my what? Mental prep. I ask the good questions, don't I? You do. <laughs> um, my prep usually is like, you know, I keep my it's just a job. But it's mm -hmm. like for your mind as much as possible. I'm not I'm not gonna be thinking about my child. I'm not gonna be thinking about my parents. It's like, you know, it's like you kinda create your mind and pretend you're so like instead of the cameras and the people or whoever else is in the room, think of somebody somebody else, like you know, some joy or something that's gonna be fine. Most definitely. Do you orgasm doing your shoots? For real? Uh, yeah, for real. It, it depends. Mm -hmm. It does. It like it seriously depends on how it's going. Sometimes <laughs> it happens. <laughs> yeah, because for me, we have to orgasm because that's the end of the scene, you know. Period. But I never heard anyone ever ask the girls, "Do y'all orgasm during scenes?" Which it's understandable why y'all don't. The majority of the time is no. Mm -hmm. no. And, and part of it, and part of it is because when we're shooting, it's so mechanical. You kind of can't rest your mind to actually orgasm <laughs> too tough. Yeah. Each time you cut and you stop, it's like it's like starting all over again. So you don't get right back to the same spot. Yeah. I used to hate that shit. I I like I, I like to just we control the action, you know. Period. We want to ride me for twenty minutes. By all means, ride for twenty minutes. I ain't gonna be mad at you, you know what I'm saying? If you would have suck it for about fifteen minutes, hey, just it, it just, just just don't be mad if I happen to, to pop. I get back up. We just gonna put it at the end, but that ain't the point. But <laughs> I get back up to finish the scene. That ain't a problem, goddamn. Thank you. It, you. it just means this an extra twenty minutes right there. But, but no, it's it's like I said because um yeah because yeah because you're always thinking when you're on set when you film, you know if from position to position you know period um because even to the point that someone has to lead even on set whether it's the woman or the man or the man usually it's the man half the time if there's yeah. no director you know period. Yeah. Yeah, unless it's a unless it's a scene, what is it? Uh, a role play. Yeah. Where the woman has to be dominant. Usually, yes, the man is leading in like switching positions, stopping, turning, turn your head this. It's usually the guy that's. So which you okay? Then, which role play you like to play? The dominant female or the submissive one? Hands down. Which one? I'm sorry. Submissive. Submissive. I, I can see you play a dominant. I would have your ass play my balls and shit. <laughs> I I can do that. I can you say some slick ass shit too. <laughs> that shit would be hot to the motherfucker. See, I, I need you to come out of retirement. Nah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I live back here. See, come see, on, she making me blush out of this. Make me feel sexy today. I wasn't even feeling sexy today. See. <laughs> See, all right, you might be the one to get me out of retirement, see? <laughs> I already find your ass sex in the motherfucker. 
you heard it here first. He's coming out for me. She, I already find a sexy as hell. She, it'd be a pleasurable shoot. It would be no business on this. <laughs> I take check. L cash app. <laughs> oh my god! Shout out held up ass on here for an hour. You know, look, you, you know she gonna be back. So, baby girl, since you already smoking, can I call you a smoke buddy? Of course. See, there you go, people. She will be back here on the Smokers Lounge, and we're going to bring her to the best smokers always, premium. We're talking about the premium smoke room for a premium podcast for you to enjoy for $4.99 a month. It gets more unpredictable. It gets more wild. It gets more crazier. A titty might pop out. A popsicle might pop in the mouth. You never know. You see she wiggling them things. You never know. She might pop them out when she be in the premium smoke room, but you won't know unless you become a premium smoker because what happened in the premium smoke room stays the premium smoke room and guess what you can only watch it on spotify that's right spotify has video now you ain't gonna find on youtube you ain't gonna find on vmo no we don't do patreon here you can only find it on spotify so subscribe today for 4.99 a month so with that being said secret Tell everybody where they can spend their good money on you. You can find me on OnlyFans at Secret2177. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Secret Triple X. There you go, people. So y'all heard it. Y'all go spend that money. She will be back because I know y'all gonna request it because y'all always request people to come back. So, and like I said, she gonna she might show us a little something something in the premium smoke room because that'll be the next time y'all see her. So with that being said, life is a learning experience. What's the point of the experience if you haven't learned anything? Smoke this over. Say goodbye to everybody, sexy. Bye. <laughs>